Welcome to When Ghosts Speak with Melissa and Mary Ann. Okay, well, okay. thank you, everybody, for joining us on another episode of When Ghosts Speak. Marianne's excited <laughs> to tell us another story here. <laughs> what you got for us, Marianne? Okay, a man called Eric got hold of me about 20 years ago. And that in itself was a little unusual. Back then, it was usually just women who called to tell me about a problem. This really wasn't in a man's wheelhouse back then, like it is now. And uh, it was only him and his wife, Lynn, that lived in the house. And he said he had a real problem. They were both lawyers and they worked together in their own law practice. The house was about 4,500 square feet. It was big. And yes, he knew it was large for two people, but they both had very strange hobbies that needed rooms for their hobbies. And, you know, what the heck? It's their money, their house. You can do whatever you want. And I said, okay. I said, so what was going on? And he said in one of his rooms was a music room. And I thought, well, that's not really that odd, having a music room. And he said he really liked jazz and blues. And he had all kinds of records. I think they're called vinyls now. But back then, they were just called records. And <laughs> he had a huge collection from the late 1910s to the present. But he really liked the 1920s music the best. So he was always searching, looking for old estate sales, because, you know, a lot of people keep their old records and everything. He even had a bunch of 78s, which I don't even know if they even make 78s anymore. Um, this was not Lynn's favorite music, but she supported him and went with him to jazz and blues bars, you know, and it was a nice night out for them. But for the last three months, somebody has been messing with his records, rearranging the order they're in, scratching some of the records. He says, if I'm listening to the music, the record player will quit or the arm will just bounce all over the record. He said, which really makes the needle scratch everything. And he says, and it's really starting to aggravate me, he says, because I have a lot of expensive old records. And it's gotten to the point where I'm even afraid to put them on the record player because I'm afraid they're going to get ruined. So he said he even found two of the records in one of Lynn's rooms. And there is no way in the world that Lynn would have ever taken any of his records out of his music room. And it ended up in her scrapbooking room. And, and I'm calling it scrapbooking today. But back then it was not called scrapbooking. It was just doing, you know, historical things with the family and putting it in folders. And but that was basically what she was doing, um, you know, scrapping. Didn't have a fancy name like they have now, right? Scrapbooking. It was just arts and crafts. Exactly. <laughs> Mom's 
<laughs> That's right. And, you know, being attorneys, and I don't even remember what type of attorneys they were, but I'm sure that took their mind off whatever they were working on to, you know, just disappear into their their jazz records or their, you know, doing their 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 books. He said that he almost thought Lynn was doing this. And he said, but we've got a really great marriage. He says, there's no reason she would want to do this. And, and she swears she's not. And, and I believe her. We've been married 18 years. We have no problems. We have no kids, which was our choice. And I've always been a good sleeper. And he says, anymore, I can't sleep. He says, I am being woken up and I don't know why. He says, now I'm up two, three times a night. Something or someone is waking me up. He said, it's not that I even have to go to the bathroom. He says, I'm just waking up. If I'm really tired at bedtime, I'll sleep in one of the guest rooms because I do snore sometimes, he said, and I don't want to bother Lynn. When I'm in the guest room is when I get woken up more, not when I'm in bed with Lynn. Sometimes the bathroom that's off of that room, the toilet will start flushing for no reason. The shower will go off on its own. Now, over the years, I have found that if you've got a plumbing problem, some toilets will flush on their own if they're getting air in the line. Not everything is a ghost, but this was not air in the line. And they did not use the shower in that bathroom, and like I said, it went off, and at least four days a week, it, the shower drips in there, and they don't use that bathtub for anything, shower or bathing. It also sounds like somebody's walking overhead in an attic. He says, but here's the problem with that. In that guest room, there's no attic. He said, I don't understand. He says, it's a flat roof on that bedroom. I said, well, maybe somebody's walking on the roof. I said, I don't know. And he said, okay. He says, so I said, why or why are you telling Lynn that you're calling me? He says, oh, I, 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 I told her I think it's a ghost. And this is something she doesn't not even believe in. And again, 20 years ago, that's a little unusual. So she, he said, last night I thought Lynn came in the bedroom and I thought I saw her walking toward the bed. When I rubbed my eyes and looked, no one was there. And he said, I know it was a woman. I actually got up and went to our bedroom and Lynn was fast asleep. So it was not her. He said, you know, I don't want to think my wife is doing this, but he says, I still have to check to make sure she's not doing it. I've been very crabby and nine out of 10 times when I come home, I get a terrible headache. I know I've been cranky and I, and I don't even know why. He says, can you please tell me what's going on or am I just plain crazy? I told Eric there was definitely an earthbound spirit in the house. I thought it was a woman, but she was not there right then when I was talking to him. 
I just felt the residue. I knew it was a woman, but again, I had no information on her. He says, come out. Can you come out today? I said, no, no, I can't come out today. I said, so we set an appointment out. Up and I went to the house and Lynn was there too. She was very nice, very polite, but she kept teasing Eric the whole time about his ghost. And it was yeah, just a little, you know, a little jab about it. And we were sitting in the dining room talking, the three of us, and all of a sudden she walked in. Her name was Blanche, and she was totally dressed like a flapper. She had bold makeup on. She had a shimmy dress on. She had a headband on with a feather in it. Stockings rolled down to her ankles. And that's not a nice picture, let me tell you. <laughs> so, but Blanche said, when I was young, I was opposite of the Gibson girls. And I wasn't exactly sure what a Gibson girl was. And I, I, and here they're very like uh, polite, well-dressed, modest women. So what she was saying is she's the exact opposite of what a Gibson girl was. She had followed Eric and Lynn home from the, the and I believe she said it was the Jack Shantz Jasmine performance that was at some campus, some college campus. He said it was about 1999 when they went. And now Lynn is paying attention. And she said to Eric, you told her we were there. He said, no, I almost forgot we were there. And I said, well, I said, she was there. And absolutely, she's, she said she likes blues better than jazz. And I said to Eric, I says, tell me something. I said, the records that have been scratched, were they only jazz records or were they blues also? And he said, no. He said, they were only jazz records. And Blanche started to laugh. She goes, I wouldn't hurt a blues record. He, she said, but I don't like the jazz like I do. And I said, Blanche, tell me a little bit about yourself. She outlived three husbands because she looked a lot like Zelda. I said, Zelda? She goes, yeah. I, and she was like in awe of Zelda. And I said, I don't know Zelda. And I said to Eric and Lynn, I said, do you know somebody named Zelda? I only they, know the video game Zelda. And I'm like, who? The, the video game Zelda. I'm like, who's, who's Zelda? Well, I found out who Zelda was. Zelda Fitzgerald. Does that ring a bell? Wife of Scott Fitzgerald. He was the author from the 20s. And that was his wife that was a bobbed hair, 
And because Scott Fitzgerald was very into his parties and his people, she played the whole part of the flapper too. And that's what she wanted to be. She wanted to be just like Zelda was. And Zelda, apparently, she said, was only about 48 when she died. She didn't live very long. And I said to Blanche, I said, why? I said, why did you come home with them? She says, I'm trying to change his mind. I want him to like blues. I don't want him to like jazz. And she says, and for a private house, he's got the best collection, she said. And I, I was trying to get him to like it. He needs to listen to, and she said he needed to listen to somebody called Mamie Smith. And her best song was called Crazy Blues. I said, okay. And I told that to Eric and he said, yeah, he says, I think I might know that song. And I asked Blanche at this point, I says, how old were you when you died? I was shocked. She was 79 when she died. She no more looked 79 than the man in the moon. If she had been in the light and I could have seen her, I would have thought that makes sense. Because when you go in the light, you do, you know, lose a few years. But she didn't look over 50. She looked really, really good. And now, well, maybe 55. But she still looked really good for being almost 80. Blanche said, well, without my sick body, I feel really good. She said, look, I can still do the Charleston. And she starts swinging her legs around and plopping around and spinning around. That dress was just shaking all over. I, I wished, I wished that Eric and Lynn could have seen her. I, it's like I had my own little performance going on, and it was it was funny. The whole time Lynn was listening, and I think she was starting to believe. And Blanche said, "Tell Lynn." Her grandmother, Lily, visits, and she's glad your mother moved her body to the cemetery where she's at now. And I looked at Lynn. I says, what is she talking about? And Lynn just stared at me. I said, she's lying? She said, no. And Eric said, what are you talking about? Lynn said, Eric, I've never even told you this. She said, Grandma died when I was only 12. And Mom and Dad didn't have a lot of money. And there was somebody that was selling just one plot. And they got it. And that's where they buried Grandma. She says, and then Grandpa died. And they put him in a different cemetery. And she said, and Mom kept having nightmares about them not being together. So mom dug up grandma and moved him to, with grandpa. And I said, wow. I said, so they were together. And I says, well, apparently your grandmother's real happy about that. And I asked, I asked Blanche if she wanted to go to the light and she hesitated. And she said, well, I don't know. And I says, 
don't you want to see at least one of your three husbands? And she said, well, probably. probably. Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> no. Well, she said, Robert was my first and he was okay. And Clarence was my second. He was okay, but he liked to call me Olive instead of Blanche. I said, where did that come from? She goes, well, Blanche is a fun name. Olive is not a fun name. And I said, oh, no, your real name is Olive. She said, yes, but my middle name is Blanche. I said, all right. So she was just fudging a little bit there. Yeah. Well, the, the other kids called her Olive Branch, right? You know she didn't have a good time yeah, at school probably. with her name. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. And she says, you know, Irvin was my third husband. And, you know, she says, he was real a good dancer. And I said, okay, she says, and he could keep up with me when we did the Charleston together. We even entered some contests. I said, okay. And she said, do you think we can do the Charleston if I go to heaven? And I said, oh, yeah, I bet you you can do the Charleston all you want. I said, you could probably meet your, your blues lady that you want to, you know, that you like so much. She said, oh, that's a really good idea. She says, I think that's what I want to do. And I said, okay. So I made the light and she absolutely walked into it. She actually sort of shimmied into it. I mean, she was, she was going to make an entrance wherever she was going. And she, she was, like I said, she, I, I've never before or since have seen a ghost that animated. Even ghosts that I catch on movie sets or in theaters, they are never standing around doing the Charleston. That's for sure. So that 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 is the story of Blanche. I mean, she sounds fun. Other I than like possibly damaging, you know, some vinyl that may be worth money, you know, right. now. But um, who wouldn't want to dance in ghosts or the house part, right? <laughs> and I said to, to I said, would would you have been upset if Eric and Lynn had started arguing over this if he really thought it was her doing it? She said, I don't think that would have happened. She said, so I just really bugged him more than anything else. And I said, okay. And I said, so you're really okay with Lynn? She said, yeah, yeah, she's okay. She says, but she really needs to get into some music and loosen up a little bit. And I'm thinking, now she's an attorney. That's not going to happen. So. <laughs> Maybe she is and just not your kind. Like, That's come on. Right. <laughs> the waltz is her speed, right? Probably. <laughs> and, I, you know, and I was curious about something else. I said to her, three husbands, all of them died. I said, did you wait a respectable amount of time before you remarried? I says, or was it pretty quick? She says, oh, no. She says, I don't let any moss grow under me. She says, I married right away. She says, we were not going to waste any time at all. I said, well, good for you. Right, good for you. So. I, 
like I said, it was it was just a fun one. Even though she would, like you say, doing a little bit of damage, but it was interesting. Eric mm-hmm. called me about 18 months later. And I said, is everything okay? He said, yeah, everything's terrific. He said, and I did find that record. He said, and you know what? He says, I'm actually starting to like the blues. I says, oh, cool. I said, and what about Lynn? And he said, Marianne, she tells this story more than me. So we That's right. Add another one to the list. <laughs> so this is going I wonder to- what your tick mark sheet would look like, Marian. Every time so many gets added on, I I wonder sometimes. I just wonder. Um, <laughs> Add another one and another one. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you everybody for joining us for another episode. You can catch us every Wednesday morning live on all of the social media platforms. So I, I'm starting to lose track how many we're on. The what YouTube, Facebooks, Twitch, LinkedIn. I feel like Instagram. <laughs> um, well, right. The only one we're not on is what Apple. Oh, for the podcast is Apple. So oh, the social yeah. media where we're live on Wednesdays is oh, like, it's on everything. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but the uh, these episodes here air um, every Wednesday on everything except Apple. Um, but join us live and ask questions. And sometimes your questions help spur episode for the podcast, like some of the previous ones that we've done. Join us and ask questions. Come ch- hang out and chat with us. And um, we, we have fun. We have a good group that joins us every every Wednesday. Yeah, they're a nice group of people, seriously. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody. And catch us next Wednesday. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to When Ghosts Speak. Join us again soon. Goodbye.